Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com and on Twitter at littleempirepod. I just would like to open the proceedings today with an official thank you to our official sponsor, bigpipe.co.nz. Anything to add? If I had a trumpet, like a fanfare, probably. Can you do one with your mouth? Their internet plans are unlimited. You can get I'm as many. I'm kind of doing the last post. I'm sorry. Then keep going. I I'll, think make, it, I'll make it more oh, peppy. Yeah, something like um, Timmy Trumpet. Yeah, I like that. The, you get unlimited data on these plans. They start from $69 per month. Uh, they've got an app which you can get on your phone to control how that data is dispersed and how you use it. And overall, we just love Big Pipe. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a phase. Welcome along to the Male Gaze with your hosts, Eli Matthewson and Chris Parker. That's confusing. If you're a new listener, we just said each other's names. Yeah. So my name is actually Eli. And my name is actually Eli, and Eli's lying. No, stop. You're going to I'm going to take all. your identity, bitch. You're so mean. It's like talented Mr. Ripley. Uh, oh, gay like version. That. But it is actually, have you seen that? It was on Sky Movies the other day. I don't have Sky because I'm not 40 (laughs) years old. Are you reading your Sky Watch? Yeah, I'm just reading my Sky Watch magazine. No, it was on, I was at a uh, batch that had Sky. Oh, cute. Just relaxing by a lake and... Congrats uh, to your life. Thank you so much. I mean, I need, I deserve those breaks. Everyone does. We all do. Yeah, no matter where, where you come from and how busy your life is, you deserve a break. Take some time for yourself. I remember when I was like unemployed and I would still like, like put in breaks in my life, like, even though I was mm. not doing anything. I was like, I just need a break from being so stressed about being unemployed. Yeah. So I just need to go away and just like not worry about like finding a job. Yeah, I've just got to go away for a weekend to just get away from the stress of um, filling out one job application a week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, we start every podcast with a uh, beautiful thing called the fact of the gay. Beautiful? Informative. <laughs> sometimes beautiful sometimes and sometimes... Beautiful. Challenging, sometimes uh, debatable. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes uh, misread. Sometimes we uh, don't spend enough time studying the facts before say, delivering. Them. Sometimes factual and like sometimes not factual. Sometimes made up. Uh, I'm Chris Parker. No, I'm Eli Matheson. <laughs> oh, I'm Eli Matheson. Oh, I... a terrible running gag. I feel kind of like. Not flirty, but like a bit giddy. But we had McDonald's before we came we here. We were so hungry, we came straight from work. And like, I think the first half of the car ride, we didn't really speak. No, uh, we were that hungry. And then when the food was passed from the window to our hands, 
I Ooh. I don't know if you watched me eat my Big Mac, but I ate it in like maybe three bites. Um, I wasn't watching you because I was busy over here eating my McChicken. But you took so much longer than I did. You it's ate. I, you... I ate the chips first. Oh, always. Oh, no, not me. What? I know, so silly. But I want to get straight into that burger. That's why. I, that's why I turned up. Oh no, I'm like on a warm. I want to kind of open my stomach up and my P- prep. I want to prep. You want to. You got to warm up before you you put it all in. Yeah, <laughs> chips are the lube of uh, the uh, McDonald's combo. If and, you're comparing it to <laughs> sexual intercourse, and that's the fact of the day today. So. Yeah, <laughs> we told you. Not always informative. Ah, uh, no, there is a fact of the day that we wanted to share. Um, we looked up. <laughs> Lesbian news. <laughs> we actually were like, oh, God, it's International Women's Day today. We should have it like a female fact. And we we're like, um, uh, lesbian, lesbian facts. facts? Um, this, uh, it was kind of interesting because I'm always searching like gay, like specifically like male gay kind of websites that is like, because that's where all my like interests are. Like, it just yeah. has like all the information about RuPaul's Drag Race or whatever. Yeah, which star of Teen Wolf has come out. But I was like, I don't know anywhere, like any of the like websites for sort of like, cool lesbian trivia and stuff. I found today's cool lesbian trivia from a website called Wikipedia. I'm not sure if it's exclusively lesbian or I not. I think it is. Yeah, it's because wiki... Uh, it's Latin. It's Latin for um, Yoni, which is uh, <laughs> you have a gene. I only found... Did you know that term? Yoni. Like yonic uh, is like... Like phallic is like... It looks like a penis. Yonic. Oh is, my God. Yeah. I did not know that. Whoa, yep. you're getting like three facts of the game. You are. Um, what was the first one again? About lube. Uh, fr- <laughs> fries are the lube to your lube. Chips combo. are the lube of the soul. Uh, <laughs> so what I wanted to find out, what I searched uh, subsequently was uh, lesbian fiction. Yeah. Because uh, I wanted to find out where, when the first uh, piece of writing involving uh, a lesbian themes was. And do you know mm. when it was? Take a guess of the year. 18... Wrong. Oh. 1928. So, Ooh. so yeah, you're in the wrong century, puppy. But that uh, makes sense in terms of like women's lib, like the sort of like roaring 20s women were sort of cutting their hair shorter and writing yeah. about their lesbian fantasies, maybe. Yeah. That's uh, my guess, anyway. I mean, they were probably writing in secrets before then. I imagine there were a lot of like kind of sexy diaries. Oh, they would share, damn. like, share, like, handwritten, like, lesbian stories. But this uh, is a 1928 novel uh, by Marguerite Radcliffe, Radcliffe Hall. It's called The Well of Loneliness. Oh, no. It sounds like a it sounds sad grim, book. Eh, doesn't it? Well, I mean, like, obviously, if it's the first lesbian novel, I don't, you don't. Expect it to be. In fact, Carol. Do you know the book Carol? A thigh slapper. A thigh is a hoot. Uh, <laughs> Carol, the movie they made with uh, Kate Blanchett and Rooney Mara. So the novel that that's based on, I think, I remember reading this, was like the first gay literature, male or female, to uh, have a happy ending. Wow. Yeah. Because they like That's another fact of the gay, and another and a spoiler if you haven't seen that flick. <laughs> Sorry, spoiler of the gay, <laughs> spoiler of the gay. In the sixth sense, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> so the well of loneliness follows the life of Stephen Gordon, an English woman. So she, her name is Stephen, which Steph- is cute, or Stephen, Stephen, maybe like short. For Stephanie or something. Maybe. She's an English woman from an upper caste family who's, in quotations here, sexual inversion. 
practice homosexuality is apparent from an early age. She falls in love with someone called Mary while serving as an ambulance driver in World War I, but their happiness is marred by social isolation and oh, rejection. You. Yep, yep. So uh, good. So relatable. Yeah. And there's a plea. Here's a direct quote from the novel. She makes an explicit plea. Give us also the right to our existence. Oh. That's beautiful, I think. Let's read of, uh, this. So the novel became the target of a campaign. People were trying to ban it in both the UK and the USA. <sighs> James Douglas, who was the editor of the Sunday Express newspaper, wrote... <clears throat> I, I'm going to oh, do a yeah, voice. I was, I, was, I was like, there's a cough, which means a voice is coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you gruff him up a bit? <clears throat> I would rather give a healthy boy or a healthy girl, a vial of prussic acid than this novel. I'm clicking the link of prussic acid right now. Um, <laughs> Do you know what that sounded like when you go to the museum and there's like a display? <laughs> of like You're talking specifically at Canterbury Museum. Yeah. We went there. So in Canterbury Museum, the listeners who have not been to Canterbury Museum, because that's not even international. I imagine there's probably people who are living in Christchurch who haven't <laughs> been to Canterbury Museum. In which case, like, Know your heritage and get into that building. Get into that building. So there's a little fake old village. It's like an old town of Christchurch. And there's like little fake people who are like waving out of the window and fake shops. It's kind of like Victorian. Yeah, you can get because you can get up on a penny farthing bicycle. Yeah, and a big fake horse. I once I did a corporate gig at the oh, museum. Oh no! I was being a bad waiter or something, and then I remember having to get changed like <laughs> on the floor. Like there's windows in the shop, so I had to kind of lie on the <laughs> bottom floor, oh, on the floor of one of these buildings now. with like fake people changing my pants. Um, yeah, you shit yourself. And then the no, music. I didn't shit. Why? Why would you think that? Well, I don't understand. I don't understand why you had to change your pants. Okay, so that acid, by, by the way, prussic yeah. acid, uh, is a chemical compound. It's colorless, extremely poisonous. Ooh. So you'd and, rather kill his daughters than give them a book that's going to broaden their minds. Cool, mate. Oh yeah, Hope because you- what's going to happen? Just because they read a book with a, a depressing... And it sounds like this book is depressing and sad. It's not like people are going to read that and be like, well, that wow, sounds her like life, life was great. <laughs> that sounds brilliant. <laughs> diamond, I w- I'd like to give go to the well of loneliness. <laughs> give me a bit of that. Hey, speaking on this issue, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you've been reading the headlines, Eli, but I have. a little one of our favourite films has gone a little bit gay. <laughs> Tell us all this time, song is all this rhyme, beauty and the... Gay? Gay? <laughs> <laughs> I put a question mark in the end of mine. <laughs> Gay? Gay? Oh, so, I mean, everyone's probably schooled up on this issue already because it's kind of been everywhere. Huge. But Disney have like come out with a statement like maybe whoa, a couple of days ago saying mm. that there's like an exclusively gay moment in the new Disney, uh, Disney character, uh, ugh, Disney's Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Specifically the character LeFou. LeFou. Who was always obsessed with Gaston. Yeah, if you think about it, if you think about that original 90, 1991 movie, he sings a whole song about how much he loves Gaston. Yeah. No one fucks like Gaston. No one fucks like Gaston. <laughs> Please, please, fuck me, Gaston. When I I first... (laughs) Would you fuck Gaston? Yeah. All right. In the the new one and the cartoon. Yes. Would you fuck a cartoon? Yeah, I'd fuck a cartoon. (laughs) 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 God, like a guttural... Yeah, yeah, fuck, fuck a cartoon. Actually, my sisters always used to talk about how hot uh, the love interest from Mulan is. The one uh, that sings, be a man, you must be swift as a da-da-da-da. He's got a big Who's old chest. Who's the hottest Disney prince? I mean, 
I think Aladdin is like a clear oh, answer. Oh yeah, Aladdin's so hot. It's it's a hot outfit. It is. He's just in like a little waistcoat. I know. Uh, I think that. I mean, I and Gaston is up there, but he's not really a prince, is he? No. Oh, Hercules. Yeah, I was Hercules is going to be on my thing on my list because I kind of have a thing for that kind of like Greek god thing. Yeah, same. I was I was always obsessed with Greek gods as a for kid, that. and now I realize it's because they were all in togas <laughs> and they've got sculpted bodies. Also, and they're like, oh, back in Greek days, they're like they'd sleep with men, they sleep with women. And you're like, like, oh, cool. It must be that would be real cool. I was like, when I was like like sort of denying my sexuality, I was like, I don't yeah. know if I'm straight or gay. I'm just like like what they were like in like ancient Greece. I just like swing yeah. wherever. Also, my two favorite gods were always. Apollo, god of the sun, <laughs> gay, and also uh, Hermes or Mercury in the Roman, the messenger god with oh. the little with the sandals with the wings. Oh yes, I love that look. I love that, but also like, how does he stand upright? Like, <laughs> sure, it must be so hard to control. The wings are just on your tiny little feet, on your little ankles. Yeah. Anyway, so Lefo, yeah, he just thinks about Gaston all the time. And like when I first heard about this, I was a bit kind of like bummed that the storyline was maybe going to be laughing at like, um, mm. like gay men who just kind of fawn over straight men. And I was like, well, that's not necessarily like an exclusively gay storyline. But I've heard whiffs that like there's a so, moment yeah. in the movie where Lefo gets his kind of uh, a promise of a proper romance with someone who might love him back. I reckon oof, I'm putting my money on. Oh. I think it's going to be like a random peasant, like a French peasant. No, it's going to be one of the cutlery or the um, furniture. The foe is not going to get with a piece of furniture. So the candlestick is with the <laughs> feather duster. I know, I remember that. There's like the this French movie. feather duster. Yeah. Who's like, oh, wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> um, but the clock is The foe is not going to get with a clock. No, I think you could get the clock. The clock is played by Ian McCallan as well. Oh, no, I mean that's you've crazy. Lost your mind. No, yeah. How do they show that in the movie? Like him kissing the clock? No, Chris. Do you not know the story? All the furniture turns back into people. They I were... didn't watch the whole thing. What? A... <laughs> so the beast? Oh my god! I would go to bed. It's like ninety minutes long. The beast had all these like um, servants in his house, and then as part of the curse, they get turned into the furniture uh. and the cutlery. That's why there's talking furniture and cutlery. When the curse gets undone, they get to live their life again. Oh, then he'll get with the clock for sure. But Josh Gad and Ian McKellen, he's daddy. Yeah, he's a real daddy. Ian McKellen's his daddy. Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyway, everyone's losing their minds because they are so worried <sighs> that, like, if they take their vulnerable little children to this gay movie, it's not even that gay. Their kids are going to be t- like going to come out like I'm coming out like out of the cinema. People, people are always like they're always like I just think movies are getting over sexualized. It's like why is it sexualizing it just to have a gay character? That's <sighs> crazy. They, they, they're not going to whip their dick out. <laughs> It's a gay, the movie's rated PG and there's going to be is it even it's probably G it's probably G it's going to be nothing and even, if it's PG it's because of the wolf attack it's not because a man loves another man get over yourself um so anyway there was like like all the news sites were like posting the article because it's like total clickbait yeah and they're like unleash the comment sections which is like <laughs> never a good idea <laughs> I feel like for like important stories they'd be like we're going to close off the comments for this and yeah. then they're like Oh, Disney going gay. Let's let's open like a horrible yeah. Let's have a tsunami of here. hatred. Um, anyway, so I started reading the comments on like our New Zealand um, news hub. It's called website, which had the article about how 
um, the cinema in America, an outdoor like drive-in cinema, whoever does that anymore. So in Alabama. <laughs> right. They're backwards there. <laughs> like the 1950s backwards. Oh. Um, Straight home Alabama. <laughs> I love Reese Witherspoon. Same. That movie's great. Do you remember in that movie there's a whole section about how um, lightning strikes and then and on the beach and then yes, it turns into sand into glass. glass. And I would love to see that. Yes. <laughs> Let's rewatch that movie. Yeah, totally. Because Reese Witherspoon was like recently in the country, and I I just could not think about oh, anything it. else. While also, she was Melanie here. Linsky is in that movie as well, who is another gay icon of mine. Is Melanie Linsky in Sweet Home Alabama? Shit, yeah, great. What a get for her. I know. Um, she's always done well. Like yeah. we're always like, I can't believe she got that. She's done well, and she's she's never she's not been, been doing it. well. Yeah. In yeah. fact, anything. Slow down, Melanie Linsky, and take a break. Take a breather. Get, leave some room for the rest of us. Yeah. You know, here are some of the comments that are just like. Because I really thought, I mean, it burst my little bubble, to be honest, because mm. I really thought New Zealand was way more progressive than this. And you kind of hear about these really backwards American people who just, like, support Trump and just talk out their ass all day. Yeah. But then to be like, they're in New Zealand as well, it was, like, a real shock to me. Yeah. Um, just a quick question. This is one person. Um, just a quick question. Was anyone gay by lesbian in the original story? I mean, was it even mentioned? Question mark, question mark. It's like he's talking as if it's from like the Bible or like historic no. text. This is a bloody movie about a girl who falls in love with a like wolf. And they changed like Disney changed these stories anyway. In the original Little Mermaid, I hate to tell you this, at the end of the story, she turns into sea foam. At the end of Sleeping, Be- Sleeping, Sleeping Beauty, she gets raped by the prince. Like, oh my god! I'm sorry for dropping that word. <laughs> That's in. right. But like, it's important. Disney have already changed these stories, and if you love the originals so much, you don't even love. I'm willing to bet whoever that is that wrote that comment does not love the original that much. Yeah, he yeah. just loves the sound of his own voice. Here's another person in support of the cinema that banned the movie. Good on them. They can do what they like. Pathetic that someone at Disney is pushing their gay agenda into children is in such a subtle way and changing a lovely traditional story it's what do you mean it's There's a story about tradi- kidnapping <sighs> it's a story about stockholm syndrome and a whole bunch of talking homeware it, this oh it's oof. just the when people yeah classified like these sort of like beauty and the beast as being traditional and like stick to the basics of these stories it's like what is traditional or basic about any part of this plot it's a very weird story and also, do you think, I was thinking about this today, in the terms of like the beast uh, being a horrible, mean person who then reveals himself to be okay in the end, is that just the same kind of thing as like, we just forgive men, like straight men for anything in society? Like Mel Gibson, you're the worst person ever, but now that you've apologized, go ahead, we'll nominate you for some Oscars again. Absolutely. Oh, oh here's a good one. I went to a different website than you. Here's a comment that will make your blood boil. Oh, it is simmering already. From Sean Grossart. Shout out to Sean and thank you for listening. And thank you for this beautiful comment. Should do a remake of Brokeback Mountain, but with a straight couple. Oh my. Oh my God. What a fucking idiot. What? (laughs) (laughs) Have Have you seen any like Western movie before Brokeback Mountain came out? What is wrong with you? The straight version of Brokeback Mountain. What even is that? I think two straight people hook up on a camp and then they have to hide it from society because no reason. They don't have to. That's the whole... Oh my God, that's so good. Here's my favorite comment. This is actually like 
I kind of side with this perspective. We should kill all the gays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and with that being said, Eli, your time has come. No. <laughs> um, if you have a kid that can watch the entirety of Beauty and the Beast and decide that Lafoe is their role model, you've got bigger fish to fry <laughs> than, than being gay. <laughs> Which is the, I love that the most. It's just like, I mean, Lafoe is like, at the end of the day, isn't he like a villain? Yeah. He helps them like barge into the, I mean, you don't know the end of it. So. Oh, no, I haven't. He helps them barge into the beast mansion. Whoa, spoilers. Yeah, they're all out there. There's a they're huge on. fight where, oh my gosh, I can't I mean, this wait was to a... see this bit in the movie. I forgot about this. There's a big scene where all the like the closets and the drawers and the chairs fight human beings. Yes. <laughs> can't wait to see it. It's like me at Bed Bath & Beyond like every day. <laughs> just like constantly battling with mink rugs. Can I ask you a question? Uh, no. No, oh, go for it. Okay, cool. Go for it, go for it, go for it. No, I don't want to. No, I want you to ask it. Emma Watson, yay or nay? Yay. Love her. Yeah. Love her. There's a big trend. I was talking to Alice Needham from Boners of the Heart cool. podcast. How'd uh, you manage to meet her? Um, she was begging on the street. Oh, sh- no. they're, they're falling on hard times. Yeah. So give them a listen. No, she's better than ever. Um, <laughs> We're just chatting about like this thing in society at the moment of like turning against um like very vocal and smart and sort of like sort of progressive women. Yes. Like we did it to Anne Hathaway when she was kind of on her roll for the Oscars. We we're just like, oh, get your pride out of here. Like, and yeah. then like everyone kind of started hating on Anne Hathaway. And I feel like Emma Watson like sits in that realm of like, it's just going to take it for like one thing for her to be a little bit outspoken on and people will just like turn on her. It's weird because I feel like Anne Hathaway never really did anything that wrong. Like no. she was just a little bit annoying and that's what got people whereas like Jennifer Lawrence I feel like she like <laughs> was pretty offensive to uh, yeah. the native people of Hawaii and oh is uh, is that where, where that happened? The way she sat on a rock yeah Oh, I don't. I can't remember where. It was anyway, the Grand story. Yeah, she offended all those people, and then I subsequently did just then um, by being confused <laughs> about who they are. Uh, but I feel like we, like people have forgotten about that. They're like, oh, but she's a she's a funny goofball. She's the most relatable girl out there. Whereas Emma Watson is kind of like fierce. She fights what she believes in. Absolutely. I really hope people don't turn on her for that reason. But they will. I mean, the only really funny thing about <laughs> Emma Watson is whenever anyone makes a doll of her. <laughs> That Beauty and the Beast doll is so it's it, so scary. It looks like her actual face is on the doll. It freaks me yeah, out. It's, but like it's so big as well. It's like they printed it on a sticker and then stretched it out over the face, but they stretched it like just a little bit too much. Yeah, she looks like Justin Bieber as well. <laughs> she looks like well, she doesn't really look like Emma Watson either, but she looks too human for a doll. You know what movie she's really good in? Uh, Bling Ring. Not oh. a great movie, but she's really she's good. Gonna, in I thought it. you'd be like Harry Potter. Harry Potter, <laughs> the first <four>. one. <laughs> um, she oh, there's a clip going around at the moment as well of her on set on Harry Potter mouthing everyone else's lines because she I spent so long studying that. Lines. She's like so smart. Yeah, she's clever. And there's that wonderful clip where she um was re- interview- being interviewed by that reporter and the reporter had pen on her face and she just like, kind of helped them out and like rubbed the pen off and I was like, oh go gosh. you, Emma Watson. I feel like I would love to be friends with her, but also I would get in trouble with her sometimes. Yeah, I don't think she's very relatable. I think she's better than a lot of us. She she's so and she's yeah she's beautiful, smart, talented. Yeah, um, go- yeah. I hope she's listening. What a compliment train that took off. Shit. She's the sponsor us. But Disney's on a bit of a roll at the moment with these, uh, with I guess like pushing their gay, big fat gay agendas. Yeah. Because there was another cartoon. I'm just going to pull it up now. That um, uh, just recently on the 22nd of February, uh, Disney XD, all these like weird Disney spinoffs that I'm not really aware of. um, 
they have an animated series called Star versus the Forces of Evil. Oh, yeah. It aired an episode featuring a same-sex kiss during um, a cat. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Pan of a scene of lots of characters kissing. Oof. And it was like this one character was like, oh, I want someone to kiss. And then it was like, look at all these people around me kissing. And it was like, there was like an interracial couple and there's like a guy and a girl traditionally. Nice. And then there was uh, two men. And it was like, only a couple of seconds, but they were definitely yeah. trying to like normalize it by being like, we're just like men kissing men is just like part of the pack of people kissing people. I mean, to be honest, what is this orgy scene? That's <laughs> like, it sounds like eyes wide shut. It was, it was an animated <laughs> eyes wide shut. Um, I also am very much, I'm very much holding out. I reckon Elsa. Yeah. We are from frozen. We're a big campaign that's on um, frozen being gay. She gotta be gay. And that's, that movie will turn everyone gay. Are there any other Disney characters that you think from past movies? Uh, Gee. Friends of Dorothy. What do you think about the term Friends of Dorothy? <laughs> I was like, from Wizard of Oz. Yeah. You know, well, I'm a huge fan of Dorothy, but I wouldn't say we were. I wouldn't be like, we're friends because I've never heard from her. <laughs> <laughs> she literally took off she never and calls. never got back in contact with me. It's like, cool, you got some new shoes and now you feel like you're better than me? <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, go hang out with your new friends. Okay, Whoever you... the scarecrow guy is. Oh, you met the wizard. Cool. This is the, literally the coolest thing we've ever talked about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so. We're like role playing like Wizard of Oz. Um. Uh. Well, obviously Jafar is gay. Prince Abubu. Um. He has, you know, like a, a wonderful taste. He's sort of one of those kind of like old queers. You know, they're sort of like, yeah. and he's a little bit sour, which I like. I think I'll. That's the kind of gay I might grow into. I think you know at the end when he um like kind of captures Jasmine and then he dresses her in like that red outfit. Do you know what I'm talking I about? I can't. Maybe she I didn't watch like, the end of any Disney movie. He puts her in a sexy outfit, sort yeah. of similar to when Princess Leia gets put in the bikini oh, in yes. Return of the Jedi by Jabba the Hutt. But she, it's definitely like the sort of sexy outfit that a gay man would choose for a woman, mm. not like. Like, it's kind yeah. of like red. She's got a veil over her mouth. Her hair is huge and then kind of like an, an updo. And then she's got massive hoop earrings. Like, That's, she looks like a boss. Yeah, I like that. What a good look. Yeah. Plus, oh, what, have you oh, seen Ariana Grande's look for the um, Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, I'm obsessed song. with it. She looks like a loofah. I love it. It's crazy. I think she looks amazing. And, like, I just love how they've, like, kind of styled her hair and makeup. She just, like, kind of looks, she's like a big sort of, Sexy Leah Luthor. I just want to like. Yeah, she looks like the sexy feather duster from the movie. <laughs> oh my god, that would be a great reveal. Yeah, wouldn't they? Who is playing that in the movie? Like, I don't know Emma Thompson or something, probably. No, not Emma Thompson. It'll be like, um, I don't know, Giselle. Um, you know, it'll be like Stella Maxwell. It'll be like a model. Uh, model. I reckon. <laughs> Emma Thompson. Although no, I, oh, I Emma mean... Thompson's the like teapot or something, right? Yes. Yeah, I knew she was in it somewhere. She's in, she's in it. I feel like she's like the first one ever to be like Ruby released when there's like a remake of a, like an animated movie. It's yeah. going to be like, we're remaking The Lion King. Emma Thompson is playing. And you're like, finally, we can find out what she's playing. Can you let me know just right now who you think Emma Thompson would play in The Lion King, your example that you just used just then? <laughs> um, one of the hyenas. Oh, yeah, because one's Whoopi Goldberg in the original. Ugh. 
my Great. dad's calling me again. I'm going to hang up on him. Oh, I'm so sorry. But I've got to give these gay facts out. Okay. Disney characters who could be gay. I'm just um, trying to, like, rack my brains over um, all the Disney movies. I mean, maybe... Uh, Definitely some of the dwarfs. Yes, Bashful. I identified Bashful. so strongly with Bashful. And also, Doc is, like, kind of cute and gay. Doc's kind of like an old gay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like an old... Oh, he reminds me of... Um, is it Quince in uh, Midsummer Night's Dream? The guy who's, like, controlling, yes, directing the play? Good Shakespeare reference. Quince is also a gay, for sure. Yes, yes, he is. Uh, which, which Shakespeare characters are gay? <laughs> <laughs> All of them, including Shakespeare himself. Um... Like Jiminy Cricket, even's pretty gay, to be honest. Yeah, he's camp. He's yeah. dapper. He's well. dapper as he's dapper Dan. Um, who? I'm just trying to I'm trying to think of any of the Toy Story characters are gay. To be honest, like most of the villains are Ursula. I mean, Ursula. Yeah. was inspired by Miss Divine, the yes. drag queen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I was just wondering: Has anyone done it? Is there going? There will be an Aladdin remake, right? Yeah, like oh. surely that's the next one to come out. Who you want? Someone who like looks like Taylor Lautner but can act as well <laughs> and sing. Oh, what happened to Taylor Lautner? He's gay. Eh? Nah. Oh no, 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 no! Oh my god! I'm sorry. I really hate speculating about. No, people, but I've but... heard like this is the big thing, right? Like with all those. Like, everyone speculates around, like, a lot of those Disney teens, like, who yeah. are in, like, High School Musical being gay and stuff. Yeah. I'd love to, I would just love to be a, a fly in the wall of that Facebook messenger thread. Someone sent me some Twitter DMs about what they know about Zac Efron. Yeah, like, speak, I mean, there's been a long speculation that he's gay, but I think a lot of gay men want, want him, him to be gay. To be gay, but... God. The genie's probably pretty gay. And I mean, we've talked about this before, these kind of like coded characters. Yeah. Why is it that villains are always like kind of camp? I think it's just like because they're having more fun. <laughs> they live on the wild side, right? Yeah. They get to be, you're like, they get to be theatrical. Yeah. Because they love a bit of smoke, you know? Yeah. That's Ooh. kind of hot. I like that. Um, well, I was kind of thinking, like, if we could. If you could like push your gay agenda into a Disney film, oh, I'd love that. Um, what? Okay, maybe you can either come mm. up with your own Disney film style film that you could uh, was, can be a gay story, or yeah. turn a classic Disney gay. Um, mm. And what would it be? And explain in detail. Oh my goodness, this is such a hard. What if it was like an old fairy tale that oh. we turned gay? Oh yeah, I just had a good idea though. Yeah. So stop. Okay. Here it comes. No, Winnie the Pooh, right? Yes. Um, rabbit. He's a queen, eh? He's yeah. an old queen, and he's so sad and grumpy, and anxious. And is there an owl? And we, yeah, yes. is owl, Wise owl? No, I don't think the owl is gay. But could they get together? Maybe. I think that'd be kind of like a beautiful romance of like, because they're both kind That's of old true. and they're sort of like a little bit sad. And it's because they're not living their like authentic lives. And I reckon we could match them up. Like they match on Tinder once. Do you not think that um, Tigger and Rabbit would be quite a, because Tigger's kind of like free flowing. He and does whatever like, he wants. They kind of fight quite they a bit. They fight quite a bit. Yes, there's a bit of like chemistry there. Yeah. <gasps> oh, I like that. That's good. Piglet and Pooh though, bromance. Yeah. They got bromance. Yeah, I think Piglet is gay and wants Pooh to be gay, but Pooh... Yeah, Pooh's like straight as an arrow. <laughs> well, he's just kind of dumb. He's also wearing t-shirt and no pants, which I don't think gay men ever do, but straight men definitely do. Who would play Winnie the Pooh in the um, live action? I'm thinking... Um, Say out on the count of three. One, two, three. 
three. James Franco. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, is good too. Don't you reckon because he's kind of gross and yeah. like dumb? And I feel like James Franco's always like scratching his belly. Yeah, kind of like dopey. <laughs> yeah. But I also like that Zach Galifianakis is when he, it's when he the Pooh, such a weird hybrid of like style. Yeah, yeah. I don't know like what he would do in that movie. I'd love to see it though. Yeah, let's get this going. Okay, let's, here's. You go. Um, oh, yeah. Well, we'll get that going. <laughs> I mean, obviously. Okay, here's my pitch. Oh, yeah. For, um, Take me there. The Elves and the Shoemaker. Oh. It's a classic tale. Disney's never done it. I've, I've never read it, but I'm going to guess the plot. Owls have to make some shoes for an old shoemaker up to Christmas time or something. Basically, yeah. I, I, did, the, I did a kid's play in it where I played the landlord and an owl and it was like basically the shoemaker is like poor as hell he's got uh, a wife they're, they're eating barely any food and then um he just he does a little wish or you know, finds some magic dust or whatever and then when he goes to sleep some owls come in and they make incredible shoes oh great and suddenly his uh, shoe shops are hit um kind of like the story of kinky boots <laughs> yeah it is like it's a lot of kinky boots and then I feel like maybe he just has to find ways to keep the elves. And eventually he meets the elves and they make a deal and they just work in the shop. Well, I hope they've like got some good demands. I hope they're being paid so. fairly and stuff. Yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, $5 in human cash is probably like 50 in elf cash. You know? Right. And they're just spending it on drugs. drugs. So I guess this is what I'm pitching. Because I think, I think the shoemaker and his wife are quite like a traditional old school couple. But the elves yes. could be like... A whole set of like fun gays. Oh, here's my pitch. Yes. They're all like fun party gays who like make shoes together and then go wild and like club in the shop, basically. Yeah. But there's one who's like fallen in love with the head elf. Yeah. The head elf is always instigating the party. So he's like, yes. oh, I don't know if he's even keen on a relationship. I don't know if he'd ever want anything serious. Um,. But then when push comes to shove, he makes, our, our lead elf makes the most beautiful pair of shoes ever. Yes. And then he's like. Good work, man. They're really comfy on the inside as well. And then the head elf gets <clears throat> in with them. And then the head elf is like, sometimes I feel like there's so much pressure on me to be something that I'm not. Like, this is like I've just so found beautiful. myself in a leadership role. And, and sometimes I just question why I'm here. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what, what I can do. And the other elf is like, shh. And he picks up a shoehorn and he just brings his head closer to his head and they kiss. They kiss. And the kiss lasts a little bit longer than it normally would. Yeah. It's an exclusively gay moment. And, and then they, they start levitating. Yeah. And like glitter, like kind of Shrek. And you know how Shrek happens? Yes. And they all turn around and... Oh, but then... Okay, the story keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> I love where you're taking this. And then, I think kids are going to hate it. They are. They really, they're really like, these are adult problems, but keep going. I mean, it's going to get worse. So the romance kind of like settles in and they end up like they're properly together. But then like their creativity in terms of the shoes starts dying down because they're, they're just, so settled that they're not like. Yeah. They're just like, I've got this relationship. each other. <laughs> this yeah. is so real. I bleak. Yeah. And then. Um, He's like, was I making better shoes when I was single? Exactly. Right. And then the, they have to say to the shoemaker. We're so sorry, but like staying here and sticking around and not living our full life is restricting us. We're not making the great shoes. So maybe you can use the design tips that we've given you. Take over the shoemaking. We need to go around the world and just like see some things. Go to like 
Go to Fire Island. We need to go to Fire Island. We need um, to go to Ibiza. We need to go to Thailand. We need to Thailand. Um, <clears throat> and, and, and then there's just like a scene of the shoemaker holding up the tiny instructions that the elves have written and being like, I can't read this. Yeah. And then like in movie and he's like, we just go like, oh, obviously it's a drama and he yeah. never knew how to make the shoes ever again. No. And I mean, you've got to accept that for the purposes of the elves to experience true long lasting love that keeps blossoming year after year. He yeah. had to, his shop had to close down. He had to yeah. make a true sacrifice. A true sacrifice, and it's worth it. And it's about, I guess, like straight people sacrificing something for... For gay people. For gay people. As it should be. Absolutely. I think, I mean, I think the commenters on the News Hub website would, would actually really enjoy that. I think they'd have nothing to say about it. Yeah, no, neither. They'd be like, you know what, right on. And it'd be played exclusively in drive-in cinemas. Yes. <laughs> in Alabama. <laughs> yeah. You've got to be It would be car. the only screening of that movie. Because... Because <laughs> no one else wanted to watch it. <laughs> it's made just for me. <laughs> it's called Eli and the Shoemaker. <laughs> <laughs> It's called e- Eli's Life, <laughs> but he's dressed as an elf. <laughs> um, Chris, do you have a pitch for me? Okay, well, besides my Winnie the Pooh idea. Yeah, it was okay. Um, oh, Tom Thumb. Okay. Comes to mind. <laughs> okay. Well, who is Tom Thumb? I don't know. I guess he's like Thumbelina's thumb pal. Oh, uh, yeah, he's a tiny boy. He's isn't another he? small little oh, he's boy. He's a tiny boy. Oh, he's a tiny boy. <laughs> two aunties. Oh, he's a tiny oh, he's boy. He's a tiny isn't boy. He? He'll beef him up. Give him an extra bit of pod because he needs a bit of beefing up. Um, <laughs> that's my auntie impersonation. <laughs> Give him a little bit of pud. Like pudding. Yeah, I know. What I don't know what Tom Thumb's deal is. Like, he's the size of a matchstick, he floats around in a. Walnut. So he's not the one who's got his fingers in lots of pies. Eh? No, that's like that's like American Pie. Okay. No, no, that's that's, that's American Pie reunion <laughs> you're talking about. Um, hold on, I'm googling. I'm googling. Tom I'm googling stuck this his little bitch. In a plum. No, that's. <laughs> oh my god! Who, I just I wrote Tom bitch. I mean, I wrote Tom Thumb. <laughs> okay, Tom Thumb. Here we go. Here we go. Here we okay. go. Here we go. General Tom Thumb. Okay, that is a real Tom Thumb, and we want the fictional one. Here yeah. we go. Um, <clears throat> it is Tom Thumb is a character of English folklore. The history of Tom Thumb was published. I don't want the facts. I want the bloody s- plot. There we go. History of Tom Thumb. Oh, T- we're using the, uh, the lesbian website. Yeah, Wikipedia again, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, these uh, King Arthur. Oh, this is not about a boy who's the size of a thumb. This oh, is... it's crazy plot. It's so long. Tom. He's boy Thumbelina. Should we just go with that? Yeah. Is that enough? I think, honestly, and like all good movies, take the title. So take Tom Thumb and then do whatever you do wish with the plot. What do you want with it? So Tom Thumb is tiny. Cool. Uh, he's a tiny little boy, but uh, like, but everyone else is. Is he a tiny little twang? He's a tiny little. No, he's like, he's finding himself. Oh. <laughs> You should have seen the body language. <laughs> it's so so sad that podcasts are an audio medium because Chris's like, whole body just lit up. Like a peacock. Expanded. Like, and my feathers came out. <laughs> it's like a, um, one of those movies where like they discover, yeah, it's like a self-discovery movie. Coming of age. Coming of age, thank you. Yeah, you're Coming welcome. out of age. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> Tom Thumb's like, at school, he's so small and he doesn't like fit in with anyone. He's at a normal school. Yeah. Like, and he's the size of a thumb. Exactly. What well, I'm like I'm a big thumb. Three tickets, please. I know. Me, mum, <laughs> and and dad. I'm getting them back together for the 
<laughs> he doesn't fit in. And he's like, I know why this is. It's because I'm the size of a thumb. Oh. And then, but then he's like always staring at boys getting changed in the locker rooms. <laughs> he's like, what would I do with them if I could have the opportunity? Nothing. Nothing. I'm the size of a thumb. I would wrap my hands I around know. their shaft and jump up and down. <laughs> he's like, all I could do is like tap dance on their dicks. Yeah. Like, there's nothing I could do. And they'd be like, oh, sorry, Tom Thumb. I'm not, I can't really feel anything. So then he realizes the reason that he's, he's feeling left out is actually that these are gay feelings that, he's, that are building up inside of him. Tom Thumb's gay. And so he's like, oh my God, like, where am I ever supposed And then he's got a gay friend, a gay best friend, obviously, oh, who's like... Did you touch me because I get to play that role? <laughs> yeah, let's play by you. <laughs> no, it's animated, but you can do the voice. Okay. Um, are you good with voice acting? Oh yeah, you did that great... Um, like, the voice before? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm Tom... Hey, Tom Thumb, it's, it's, it's me, right. your gay best <laughs> friend, Winifred. Winifred? Winifred? It's a, the character is a male uh, because they're an all-boys school. Anyway. Sorry. So they... Um, He's like, oh, like trying to help him with his gay stuff. And Tom's like, yeah, but you don't even understand, bro, because I'm the size of a thumb. Yeah. And his friends are like, oh, I guess, yeah, sorry. I was speaking from my experience of just struggling only with my sexuality. I didn't even think what it was like being one, gay, and two, the size of a thumb. The size of a thumb, because it's weird, because for me the other day, like I had this like crazy hand job on a beach, and I just like don't know how it's made me feel. And Tom Thumb is like, I wish I could have a hand job on a beach, Winifred. <laughs> And so he runs away. And he's like, Tom! And he's like, don't talk to me, Winifred. And <laughs> but that's when he goes into a spooky woods. <laughs> like, you know, Snow White running into the woods. You got it, Al. And he meets. He's like, oh, he's like crying under a tree. Yeah. And then someone's like, hey, that's my acorn. Cue Thumbelina. Voiced by... Emma. Simpel. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Who were you going to say? Um, I've forgotten her name. <laughs> Not Emma Tom- Thompson. Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Oh, they're all so similar. Yeah, get some new names. Um, Emma Watson. Watson. <laughs> As the voice of Thumbelina. <laughs> so much panic in your eyes just then. Because <laughs> I can get the plot out. <laughs> and so she's like, Thumbelina's like a strong feminist. Is she gay? Um, is she curious gay? Okay cool She's like flexible She's gender cool. fluid Like she's kind of everything You know nice. She's like a good role model Yeah For Tom Thumb And she's like I want to show you something And she takes his hand And leads him into a tree trunk And they, and it's like Cool Like underground rave Yes Of lots of people The size of a thumb How many? Thousands Is there a whole Community How did he get separated From them and in the, the first place? balls A walnut <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking you a big question It's kind of like Ants and B movie now Like you know Yeah there's a little bit And the borrowers Yeah Well they are kind of the borrowers Don't worry about the borrowers Just focus on Tom Thumb Borrowers Can I say this The borrowers is boring as hell I loved the beginning of it oh, I never watched the end of it oh. Another movie you want to watch the start of <laughs> Anyway We've got to finish Tom Thumb Yes okay So he's on the dance floor Catch his eye with a boy Nice Um We'll call him um, Freddy Finger. <laughs> Yuck. Well, he's Tom Thumb and Freddy Finger. That sucks. And they, <laughs> they kiss on the dance floor. Sick. I um, mean, it's like so beautiful, but then... <gasps> there's trees are being <gasps> oh, chopped no! down. This is, this, is there an environmental message as well as a... Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but also about like sure. how we're invading queer spaces. Like, because oh, yeah. this is like a gay nightclub for people the size of thumbs. And they've like yeah. burnt it down essentially oh, for God. paper. Um, and so Tom's like, oh my God, like the one, I finally met, like, I finally feel included. I finally met my people. They're all yeah. the size of thumbs like me. And the only space that we felt, sp- um, 
safe as being cut down. down. So they protest. Nice. Cute, amazing montage of them writing on like tissues mm. because they're tiny. Oh um, and they do say what you want to yes. say. Just let the words go. They protest. Oh. Yeah. And they walk, they look, and there's a comedic gag of like how far they walk. And then you zoom out and because they're so short, they actually haven't walked very far. <laughs> That's classic. And they're like, we're going to need some friends. So the character that you voice, Winifred. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. They're like, <laughs> knock on the door. Tom and Winifred make up and he's like, Winifred, I need your help. And they get like their whole pride alliance of their school along and the boys from the locker room because now they've oh understood. God, that convinced them, yeah. And they oh. like all protest to save the trees and it's like no- normal people size or not even, not even normal. We just call them like tall people and thumb people all banding together to save the forest and save these kind of queer spaces that are inside these trees. Oh my gosh. End with absolutely everybody, everybody. 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 I've got to make this film. Well, we can write this film. That's so film good. Rocks. And everyone's like, that is nothing like the original Tom Thumb, but it is so much better. Were any characters in the original Tom Thumb even gay or bi? <laughs> Did it ever say that? And we'll go, was anyone in the original history of the world a thumb? The size of a thumb? No. It's no. fake facts and it's we can do whatever we want with them. all fake news, so I'm going to twist it and gay it up. I was in... Um, a play of Thumbelina. Oh. Did you see this? So was I. I played Mr. Mole, who oh. is legitimately just a pedophile. <laughs> Thumbelina <laughs> is a story about a tiny girl who gets basically hit on by a bunch of animals. <laughs> and I played Mr. Mole, and it was so gross. I had these giant claws on, oh. and I like, stroked the bottom oh. of Thumb. I was like, hello, Thumbelina. Are they related, Thumbelina and Tom Thumb? They must be mates. They must be mates. I can't wait for Emma Watson to be in this movie. Yeah. She'd do such a good job at the voice. She would. And it's got messages that I think she can align herself with. I think she would align with it, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, Thank you for listening, everyone out there, including... um, The uh, uh, executive board of Walt Disney. Yes. We look forward to... If you want to get in contact with us, you can contact us um, through... Uh, littleempirepodcast.com or you can tweet us com. at Eli Matheson or at C. Rob Kerr because <laughs> we want that green light that green, green light, light we want it um, and thank you bigpipe.co.nz for giving us the green light and two thumbs up two Tommy thumbs up two Tom thumbs up uh, you rock and keep giving us internet and hey everyone out there if you're not gay already, convert. It's a lot of fun. There's a movie coming out that'll make it a whole lot easier. A whole lot easier. Just go see Beauty and the Beast. As soon as you walk out of the cinema, you'll want some D or some P pussy. <laughs> you know, you'll want the... you want you'll whatever. Want the, you want the same as what you've got. Yeah, you'll be like, oh, damn. I want that. Cool. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're thirsty for another, why not try... Oh, shit. Another boat? Oh, shit. Here <laughs> comes a boat. Guess which boat? Which one? The HMS Titanic. Oh, my God. That's right. Because this movie's set in the past. This is not a good boat to get on. <laughs> Thank you.
even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.